Hey, what is up, guys? Welcome back to the Life on the Wrist podcast. Hope you all are doing well today. Um, I thought I would talk about uh, something that's sort of been on my mind over the last couple months. Uh, and it kind of involves the direction that watch enthusiasm and watch collecting is going. Um, you know, I think, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you really have a passion for watches and perhaps the mechanics behind them and, and some of the the things that these brands are doing. And I'm really, it's a really exciting community to be a part of. There's some really cool things that are happening. And I think for the most part, the people in the community are really, um, are really great, great people to be around and to communicate with about this hobby that we have. Because at the end of the day, it's really just a love of watches that joins us all together. But one of the things that I've noticed is sort of the, the reasons why people are getting into watches or perhaps um, how people form their opinions on watches and watch collectors in general. This has been something that I've noticed on YouTube. I've noticed this on Instagram um, and basically anywhere where there's, <laughs> where there's people talking about watches. Um, and so I thought I would sort of talk through it. I, I think the, the, the crux of it is I think people are putting way too much importance on the cost and the value of a watch that is on someone's wrist and not in the fact that this person actually just likes watches and perhaps cannot afford you know expensive pieces or name brands that some people collect so um that's the takeaway from this but i'll, I'll dive a little bit deeper into it as I, as I go through this so um, I think I think it's well known in the in the watch industry that there aren't as many watch enthusiasts now as there were um, previously. I think there are still people that are getting into them, but I'd say that the need to wear a watch on your wrist is hugely diminished by smartwatches and iPhones. So it's it's not not every day that you're going to come across a person wearing a mechanical watch on their wrist. Um, so. While that's maybe stagnant or maybe slightly shrinking as generations sort of pass over, um, I think the reasons why people are getting into watches differ. So I think there are the people who are really interested in um, watchmaking, um, mechanics, and sort of the way in which these, these gears and levers are put together to tell us time and told us time for many years before we came, you know, before iPhones and, and, and digital clocks really came about. Um, and, and I think that's the sort of watch enthusiast that I, I would hope that many more people are getting into watches for those reasons as opposed to the second reason, which is um, as a status symbol, as a... Um, as a way to show that you've spent X amount of money, X amount of money on, on uh, watches. Um, I think there, the, if you're getting, there's a big population of people who own watches or into watches that sort of go at it from that angle, where it's I want to buy specific brands that um, show that I am uh, into watches, in scare quotes and. Um, <clears throat> I'm into watches and I, um, I wear this brand. I think it's unfortunate, but some of the big names um, come to mind, right? So if you see people wearing Rolexes, you know, you sort of have to walk that with a fine line. Um, there's a big push into Royal Oaks, which I think is also perhaps not the, the right angle to, to, to just 
go into and I, I should say this is nothing against the, the watches themselves I think each of these watches each of the watch the watches that these individuals buy are great watches in their own right from a mechanical perspective and watchmaking perspective but these are the watches that people tend to sort of go towards so Hublot, Armand Piguet, um, Rolex to some extent Omega I think less so um, and then and then obviously you have your protect Philippe sort of sports watches I think some people get into these brands and these specific watches are on their wrists for the wrong reasons. It's to show off, to show to their friends that they're able to afford one of these pieces. Um, look how much money I've spent. This is how much money I wear on my wrist, etc. And it's really unfortunate because I think because of how sort of loud that sort of path into watchmaker ma making is, um, that's what everyone ends up seeing. And so, so if someone isn't into watches and they stumble across someone who is sort of getting into watches for those reasons. It's, a, it's all about those specific pieces and showing off what you have. And, and you know, it's a, it becomes much more geared towards this is a way to show my status as opposed to I'm into watch making and watch, uh, watch collecting from a mechanical perspective. Um, and what's really sad, I think, is those who are getting into watches, like I said, because showing, you know, individuals who are showing off their watches and saying, you know, look how much money I've spent on these pieces, because that is so in your face and very obvious to, to those around you, people are then going to get into watches for those reasons. They're going to say, I want a Rolex because it's a status symbol and I, I can show off that I've spent X amount of money on, on, on a watch. As opposed to the other side of things, which takes, I think, a little bit more time and effort to research and understand um, all of the incredible um, incredible design and um, engineering feats that watchmakers really went into uh, to create the watches that we now wear on our wrists. It was a lot of effort that they went to and I think it takes a little bit of time for you to really research all of it and understand it. I, I have tried and I don't think I'm anywhere close to knowing everything about watches. I think there's no one in the world who could say that. But I do create articles and videos about watchmakers, um, legendary figures in watchmaking is the series and we go over specific watchmakers who had huge contributions to um, watchmaking and that is an effort to try and say hey understand all of this this will make watches and the things that you want on your wrist a lot more meaningful than just how much it ends up costing and it's really sad because I think that route takes a lot more time and energy and it's 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 not instant gratification it's you have to research it you have to understand it see how it fits within other parts of the watch industry or watchmaking industry and then and then even at that point, then you have to start saying, okay, let me look at the actual modern pieces that we have out there. And so it's, it's a lot more energy and it's not instant gratification where it's like, okay, I spent X amount of money. I can buy a, a good watch that's reputable from many, pe many people can recognize it and people will know when they see it. Um, that's a much harder thing to, um, to, to, to go, to go about. So, um, What's really sad is I don't think that there's really a way to go the, in the other direction. I think the only way that that would be possible is if these, these watch, if watch companies try to spend a little bit more time in educating the p 
people around them, the people who are buying their watches, um, which isn't the easiest marketing campaign to launch, which I, and I don't think it's something that, that would end up happening um, because it's, you know, at the end of the day, these watch companies are businesses. They have to sell watches in order to do so, in order to continue to run. And so it's difficult to launch a marketing campaign around that as opposed to something that's sort of just like, hey, to check out this really awesome watch that we have. Um, so I, 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 I know it's a sad note to sort of end on here, but um, I think those who get into watches for the watchmaking and the mechanics of things, that population of, of enthusiasts are diminishing and I think will continue to do so especially with how um, easy it is to get access to seeing other people on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or YouTube who do have these really incredible watches. Um, it almost makes the hobby feel a little bit materialistic, which I, it shouldn't. You don't have to own a ton of watches or very specific watches in order to be considered an enthusiast or to enjoy watches. Um, there's a whole lot more out there um, for you to explore in watchmaking that I think those people are, are really missing out on. I think with rising watch prices and secondhand prices going up, I think all of that is is um, is also sort of aiding this whole idea of you know the materialistic side of collecting, which I I think is unfortunate. Um, because, you know, at the end of the day, the demand for the watches dictates the price, the demand, and I guess the supply, but the demand of these pieces is what's going to dictate the prices that these watches are going to fetch at. And, um, and so as people see more individuals showing off their watches and, and as that goes up, people are going to want them more people will end up paying higher prices. And that's just the, the sort of a virtuous cycle there. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of sad that that's going to happen. Um, but I think my goal has always been at Life on the Wrist to try and educate, um, on the mechanics behind watchmaking and what makes watchmaking so special, the feats that these watchmakers have, have, um, have achieved and the independent watchmakers who are who are continuing to do that i think that's really been the goal of life on the wrist to continue to do that so if someone stumbles across one of my videos perhaps they do take that educational journey to get into watchmaking from a perspective that allows them to learn and appreciate the time and effort that's gone into it and perhaps you know buy something for the right reasons and realize that it, you don't have to show off how much money you spent etc there are watches out there that do not cost 30 40 50,000 US dollars um, that are equally as incredible when it comes to a watchmaking perspective um, so uh, I think at the end of the day that the message here is just try and get into watches for the right reasons try and explore watchmaking for what it is not just the amount of money that these watches cost the reason why these things cost so much is because of the watchmaking. The watchmakers have to take the time and energy to do some of these things by hand. And it's difficult. It's not an easy thing to, to do. It's a difficult craft. And, and, and these individuals who 
were, came before us and now are, are, are sort of at the helm of watchmaking, they are the reasons why. Um, so I, I think, um, yeah, just focus, try and focus on the watchmaking. Don't, don't always focus on the, on the, uh, on the price tag or showing off to your, to your buddies. It's, it's not, it's not all, all about that. So I apologize that this was a little bit of a, uh, of a rant or, uh, uh, you know, fairly sad way to sort of talk about watches, but I, I, I kind of wanted to put my thoughts down. I might put a video together where I go over this because I don't know. I think it's worth worth discussing. If you don't know, we have our YouTube channel, so there are links in our show notes to all of our um, social media platforms, so you can check us out over there. Um, if you are new to the podcast, be sure to follow us, so you're the first person to listen to this podcast. If you are feeling generous, we would really appreciate a review of this podcast. And with that said, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And until next time.